Welcome to Financial Fitness for Women, a place where we can talk about money, career, creating abundance and navigating entrepreneurship as a mom. My name is Cash Parker and I'm here to share my journey from leaving a successful career in corporate banking and side hustling to becoming the owner of my very own online business. My dream is to show you that you are capable of way more than you give yourself credit for. The world is yours for the taking, so let's get stuck in. Hi everyone, I'm Cash Parker and welcome to the Financial Fitness for Women podcast. I've been wanting to do this for the longest time, but I kept putting it off and I thought, you know what, it's super easy to set up, let me just get going. So in episode one, I want to tell you a little bit more about myself, my background, where I come from and why I started this platform in the first place. So if I waffle on a little bit, please forgive me. I'm still getting used to this, but it's actually so relaxing because with a podcast, you don't have to put on makeup. You don't have to set up any camera equipment as you would with a, with a video that you're recording. So I quite like this and it's easier than blogging because you don't have to type out the whole lot of stuff. You can literally just put on your microphone and get going. So I come from very humble beginnings. I was born and raised for the most part in Mitchell's Plain on the Cape Flats. And I also lived in other parts of Cape Town like Haidefeld, in the fishing village of Hart Bay, where some of my family are still living today. And I actually had the conversation with somebody the other day and they said to me, you know what? You would never say, looking at you now and looking at how far you've come, that you come from the come from the beginnings that you do. So I know that I speak about it quite often, and I always say that I come from the Cape Flats, and a lot of people probably think, why does she have to hop on about that? But I think it's so important. I think it's important to never forget your roots, to never forget what influenced you as a child and as a young adult. And that has definitely shaped me to be the woman that I am today. So I started I started working almost fresh out of college. I went to college for a year. I didn't have any formal tertiary education, partly because my parents couldn't afford it at the time. And also I very stupidly followed my ex-husband to study where he was studying, which is not really what I wanted to do, but that is essentially where I ended up. Nevertheless, after college, I went straight into my proper job. I worked for um, a property management company. I was a receptionist and I worked my way up from there. I went on to do... um, creditors, which is sort of, which sort of drove me to the financial space where I am now. It was also involved in the property industry and I learned so much. From there, I always tried to better myself. There was never a time where I wanted to settle. I always knew that I was destined for bigger and better things, not because I felt that I was better than anyone else, but I wanted better for myself. And for my family as well, my mother's a dental nurse, 
My father used to work in the clothing industry. He was a cutter in the factory. And he also drove, you know, the old radio taxis before Uber came around, the meter taxis. My dad drove that and he worked night shift for um, for quite a couple of years, which was quite taxing on his health as well. So I grew up always seeing my parents struggle. We never had much. My mom used to have to borrow money to get us to take the taxi from Mitchell's Plain to town where I went to school and my mom worked in Seapoint. And there were often times where my mom didn't even have enough money to take the taxi back from Seapoint to fetch me at the aftercare where I stayed in Warme Estate. Well, I say aftercare, but it was actually a friend's place. My mom didn't always have money to get to me, so she would walk from Seapoint to Warme Estate to get me. And if anybody knows Cape Town, you would know how freaking far that is. It's quite a distance. And thinking about it now, I marvel at how she was able to do that after a hard day's work. So I know tough times. I know what it feels like to not have food in your house. Where, excuse my dogs, but it is what it is. I know what it feels like to not have food in the house where you're waiting for your dad to come back with some money that he made um, from his night shift jobs. Where my mom had to take, and I posted this on my Instagram a while ago and I wasn't exaggerating. My mom had to take flour, water and salt and make it into pancakes, those little griddle cakes, um, what do you call it, flapjacks, and that was our supper. And... As a child, I never saw anything wrong with it because I always saw my childhood with my mom as an adventure. I never felt that I lacked anything. I was always happy. And apart from the usual struggles that you go through, um, that a marriage may go through, which I think all married couples experience, um, I was happy for the most part. And I would say that I was somehow protected because my parents, I am the only child. I'm the only daughter, so you can imagine. My parents kind of sheltered me from not exploring too far into the hearts of, in, into the heart of the cake flats with, um, with certain type of friends or, you know. So I was kind of sheltered and which gave me the time and the space to kind of figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And that is how I sort of worked my way up to where I am now. And after my first couple of serious jobs, I ended up at the the place where I dreamt about working at, which was a private bank in Cape Town, the top private bank in Cape Town. It was Investec. This was an aspirational job for me I didn't have the tertiary education to get in there, but I knew that I had to get in the door somehow. Kept on sending my, sending my CV, and before I knew it, I was hired as an internal banker. And that, and the rest is history. I worked there for 14 years, and in January this year, I left my job 
as a salesperson, as an ex-sales banker, because I'd worked my way up from there to start my own business. And I was always entrepreneurial at heart. I've always had a side hustle. So any type of side hustle you can think of, I did. Shazen, Avon, Tupperware, Herbalife. I had my own online beauty store. And this is all before Instagram came around. I even had my own range of beauty boxes called the Lily Storm Beauty Box. I roped in a colleague of mine who was working with me at Investec. She is an amazing creative mind. Her name's Zuleika. I hope you I hope you're listening. We started um, this Lily Storm Beauty Box and without any kind of social media marketing or anything like that, without Instagram, Facebook ads, any of that, um, we developed this box. And we did it for a while, but as what I've learned now is that with a side hustle, if your heart is not into it, if it's just a fly-by-night idea that you're finding fascinating at the time, you are not going to follow through. And that is the mistake that a lot of people make with side hustles, because If you can't see yourself doing this for the foreseeable future every single day, if it doesn't light you up from the inside, then you're not going to go. It's not going to last for the long haul. So as the years went by, I did a lot of research, a lot of learning. Um, About two, three years ago, I came across somebody called Gina DeVee. Google her if you don't know who she is. She did a five-day challenge with... Um, with Carrie Green, who is a big entrepreneurial figure in the UK. She is the owner and founder of the Female Entrepreneur Association in the UK. It's an online membership for female entrepreneurs. And they did a five-day challenge. And this is how I was introduced to Gina DeVee. And I was so fascinated with the way she viewed entrepreneurship and the way she viewed being a woman in business. It was not just about money. It was not just about making a sale. It was about a spiritual journey. It was about making a spiritual connection with the person that you're selling to and the exchanging of energy. And I could go into this for hours, but the bottom line is that I found it completely fascinating. I did some research and I think that this is kind of what steered me towards financial fitness for women because I I got divorced in 2012 after four years of marriage and that very nearly left me bankrupt. I didn't have the best money habits at the time and my ex-husband and I together weren't the best money partners. And so after almost going bankrupt and not having any money left, almost being blacklisted, I had to then pull myself out of the depths of this depression and this despair and not ever knowing that I was going to be okay again. In addition to this, I was still a banker. So you can well imagine the situation I was in. And it was through education. It was through perseverance. It was through learning a lot about the spiritual association with money and what it takes to actually form a business that is in alignment with who you are and not just a form of making money. That is what I discovered. 
The Financial Fitness for Women page was born on Instagram on the 1st of January 2019 when I was pregnant with my daughter. And that was born out of a need for me to share my journey with other women who were going through the same financial struggles that I had been through. And because my story was so genuine and so sincere and so refreshing, it attracted a very organic following of women who resonated with my story and who wanted to know more. And that is how my community grew. I now have the Financial Fitness Club, which is a financial empowerment membership for women. And it is a course-based membership where every month I teach a different module about personal finance. And I have just launched the Side Hustle School, which is a five-week business coaching program to teach people or to teach women primarily how to start a side hustle. That is something I've also become very passionate about is business coaching because I connect that deeply with people. I love that one-on-one -on -one interaction with helping somebody discover their inner brilliance and discovering how to monetize that. But because I don't have the time to do one-on-one -on -one business coaching any longer because of the membership, I thought, why not do a group coaching session where I can still deliver the same amount of information, the same amount of value, but in a group setting. And so the Side Hustle School was born. And I just feel that all of this fits together so organically under the Financial Fitness for Women brand. And it really is who I am. It is an extension of who I am. And every single person that follows my platform, every person that I interact with, I feel that I'm exchanging a part of myself and giving them a, a bit of my energy. And that is essentially my wish for this platform is that everybody walks away with a little bit of me and not just an Instagram post or not just a video or not just the course module. I want them to get to know me, Cash Parker, the person behind the brand. And so the Financial Fitness for Women podcast is just another medium in which I can chat to you guys on a more informal basis. I will bring in some guest experts now and then, but essentially it is a space for me to use as an online journal and also let you in behind the scenes of financial fitness for women, the business, what I'm working on, what it's like um, on my entrepreneurial journey. And I'll be going through some of the content that I speak about inside the Financial Fitness Club. So thank you for sticking around with me for episode one. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you have anything that you'd like to share with me, feedback, any ideas for episode two, you're welcome to reach out. My email is cash at financialfitnessclub.co or you can drop me a DM on Instagram at Financial Fitness for Women. Thanks so much and I will check you very soon for episode two. Bye.